Today, I have such an amazing, amazing special guest, Christiana Schroeder. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing, Sydney. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I know. I am just like so excited just to talk to you today. We are going to be talking about the five steps to building a one minute mantra. And I think this is just going to be such a wonderful conversation because how many people need their one minute mantra, especially with the state of the world and everybody being overly stressed, overly worked, overly tired. Um, I think this is just such having that one minute mantra is just such a good way just to kind of like kickstart not only our health, but just kind of like kickstart everything. But before we get started, Christiana, I just want to learn a little bit more about you. I know you have uh, your doctor's degree in health and economics. You are a fitness instructor and you, you know, you help people with their healing journeys. And I just want to hear a little bit more on how you got started and what made you get started. Thank you so much for asking, Sydney. So as a child, I was always passionate about cooking and nutrition and how really it all brings people together. So I really enjoyed spending time with others and building the community and the culture that's behind food. And I worked as a dietitian in a clinic and learned the impact of healthy food on wellness and how much we can really change our lives by just changing what we put into our body. And at the same time, I was also an active child. So I cared very much into, you know, feeding ourselves well, but also keeping on moving and doing something great that makes us feel good. And then I started nutrition sciences, uh, foods and nutrition, and realized that maybe I want to know even a little bit more in how food is produced and how it's marketed. And that's really what health economics is. So it focuses very much on everything from the production of the food to the marketing aspect, but then also into figuring out the different nutritional and um, benefits with it. So how can you purchase something that benefits your body? How can you figure out uh, the pricing aspect of healthy food? So my dissertation focused on how can we change the price of fruits and vegetables of healthy foods in benefiting people with regard to decreasing the amount of obesity that we are seeing? Because fruits and vegetable healthy food tends to be more expensive. And how can we maybe make unhealthy food more expensive so there's less of an incentive to buy it and I absolutely then became passionate about helping others and making healthy food more accessible and learning what maybe makes some foods not beneficial or unhealthy I'm just going to use that term right there so making it quick effective and making it accessible that's really my niche and I have since then I've used it a lot in the classroom, but I have since then expanded into my private coaching business. I have an online program where I help others with five-minute videos, learning more about healthy nutrition, about how to move their body in a quick way. And it's really become something that I love, how my teaching in the classroom, my research, and my outreach is all connected. So it's this wonderful synergy, and it brings me energy and joy every day. Now that I, I think that is so wonderful. And 
I mean, that could be just like a whole topic on its own, how just how food is marketed to us and how more markets make the fruits and vegetables. Um, I'm just going to say, quote unquote, all that healthy food more expensive and the foods that are processed that are not good for people there. It's 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 inexpensive. So we are going to have to have like another conversation about that, because I just think that would just wow, just bring so much awareness. But um, to stay on topic, I want to kind of start off by laying the foundation and if you could just explain just a very basic definition of what a mantra is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Amazing. And I, lo I love that you're tying this in with uh, food because it it's sometimes even like it's like a, a mantra is like a kickstart in a certain way. And it could even be related to eating or working out anything that you might have a little threshold of getting started. So mantra could be a word. It could be a phrase and you repeat it to yourself and it's tying in with meditation or mindfulness technique. So a one minute mantra, just as the word said, it's kind of a condensed version of something that you could say in a minute and it makes it quick and accessible as a way that you can use it as a tool throughout the day to kind of boost. Um, it could be boosting your energy. It could be boosting your confidence or it could be even just saying it to yourself and becoming your own best friend, boosting your comfort level with your own body and with yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I just kind of want to highlight a second, Christiana, something that you just said. I think that it would just, for everybody listening, I mean, just the power of just one minute, because I know we are all busy throughout the day, but we're not too busy enough to take one minute, 60 seconds out of our day and have a mantra, um, something that, like you said, something that if we're having low energy, it's going to boost up our energy. If we're not feeling confident, it's going to boost up that confidence. It's going to make us feel comfortable in certain situations. So I just want to start off with maybe like step one. Um, what is step one? Like, how do we get started on building this mantra? Yeah, there are five steps to finding a mantra. And the first step is figuring out your intention. What do you really need in the moment? So as you mentioned, Sydney, it could be that energy, but it could also maybe just be confidence or it could be comfort. Maybe it needs to be calm. So whatever you need in that moment, your very first step is to identify the need, what, we, what you really um, need most in that moment. And I love that you said sec 60 seconds because it's it's quick, but it's very effective. And I would really encourage you to try it out. You could even create different mantras on different needs. So that's your very first step. Figure out your need. Yes. And I like that because we it's like we're so dynamic as humans. It's like we're just not like linear straight line and there's so many different situations it could be for our home life it could be for our work life it could be for god just anything like for our mom life so i i, I like that and i speaking for myself that's something that i like to do i don't call it like a mantra per se but i just have i call it my go-to thought and whenever i find myself 
not going where I want or if I'm highly stressed out and my thoughts start to spiral out of control, I have like, I have a few go-to thoughts and I'll just keep repeating it over and over in my head. So I know it it, it stops like the, the crazy thoughts and it breaks that momentum. So um, I, I like that, just having, um, setting that intention on, okay, this is what I need and setting multiple intentions for those multiple different situations that we find ourselves in. That's perfect. It sounds like you're a perfect user of my thoughts. <laughs> thoughts. I love that. You can even give it a different name. I adore that. <laughs> right. So, um, Christiana, what is step two? So step one, just to reiterate, is setting your intention. Um, so step number two. So let's say now you have an idea what you need, whether that's calm, whether that's confident, whether that's energy, whether that's um, just some kind of confidence that you need to do something. Now you can start brainstorming possible mantras. And it could be that something really resonates with you. So for instance, I'm strong and I'm capable if you need that confidence, or I'm calm and I'm centered when you need more relaxation, or I'm focused and I'm productive when you need the energy. So you kind of feel how do these words resonate with what I need? Do they light a flame that leads to the outcome that I'm trying to get? So you're kind of like, look at the mantra as a key. Does it fit into the lock and does it open up the feelings that I'm trying to get out of it? So does the lock match the key? And um, you might try on a few, it's nearly like trying on shoes and you see which ones feel comfortable and which one resonates with you. But the second step is quite important because we all have different words we are drawn to, and now you need to figure out which ones are they. Right. And, you know, I like that. I like the analogy of the lock and key because we are all bio-individual. So the mantra or my go-to thought that works for me is definitely probably not going to work for you, Christiana. Mm -hmm. So I want everybody just to kind of really realize that and think about that because I know you, we could just like easily go to the internet and, you know, type in mantra and like a whole list will come up. But I really encourage everybody to kind of just do that self-care and take maybe like five, 10 minutes or even an hour if you have an hour to dedicate to this. And then just use those words, like Christiana said, use those words that light you up with that feeling because it's all about the feeling. If you are not feeling it, it's not gonna happen and it's not gonna, it's not gonna benefit you, you know? So yeah, I just thank you for like really pointing that out is um, with the analogy of the, of the lock and the key. Yeah, it's, it's important. And it could even be that on one day, this mantra sounds good. And on the other day, it's just not. So it's good also to even create a variety of mantras because we are multifaceted, multifaceted humans that um, it's kind of like one day you feel like eating this food and on the next day, you know, you don't. And so you need to be very open to creating diversity in your life and creating diversity in your mantras, depending on how your mood is on that day. And just be honest with yourself. It's like, eh, that one doesn't sound good. 
you know what, moving on to the next one. So maybe you have three energy mantras and you kind of have a little bag of mantras. So you are like boosted for all situations. So that that is actually really where the third step is coming in because it's time to practice the mantra. It's good to have a quiet space and the quiet space could be something where you can close your eyes. Um, so of course, um, you can repeat a mantra while you're driving, but that's not the time to close your eyes. Um, so maybe um, you arrived at work, you're in the parking lot, you parked, can close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, and then you repeat your mantra, and then you get out of the car and you're like, now I'm ready to go. So that is really something that's essential that um, sometimes people think of meditation as this hooby doobie thing where you need to light candles and you need to sit in this room and it needs to be dark and you can do this anywhere. As I just mentioned, you drive to work, maybe you're stressed out, you need a call mantra, do it before you get out of the car. Or sometimes, I actually sometimes do it even in my in the middle of my fitness classes. I just close my eyes and I figure out how do I feel in this moment. I'm strong, I'm centered, I'm capable, and I can continue. It does not need a special place. It doesn't even need anything as far as special equipment. Um, you can just be you. And you do, you and others will get inspired by, by seeing that you take the time and take care of yourself. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know that I'm guilty or I have been guilty in the past of getting caught up and just like you said, like, what do I want to say? It's how you were saying about like meditation, how people get like that mindset, like, oh, I have to light the candles. I have to sit in like the, that yogic position and close my eyes. You don't have to. And I, I, I feel like in my mind, meditation comes in so many different forms. And I just think that saying this mantra is a form of meditation. You can do it anywhere. Like you said, you could be in your car. You could be lying in bed before you get out of the bed. You can just say like your mantra to start your day to get that energy moving in the right direction. So just don't think that you're limited to doing this in one particular way. It's you make it your own. And however that looks for you, that is like the perfect way to do it. Completely agree. And um, it also should, I always say to my to my students, whether that's my classroom when I teach at the university or when I teach my workout classes, I want to normalize wellness. Wellness does not have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be complicated or lengthy. It could be quick. It could be inexpensive. It could be free, really. And it could be um, very much whatever works for you. There is no right or wrong in wellness because if it's well for you, it's doing its job. So you find out, like I say, it's like trying on a shoe. You find that little mantra that works for you. And if that's the key to your unlocking your feelings, go for it. You know? Exactly. I, I agree 100%. So um, if you could talk about step number four. Mm-hmm. So one of the really important thing is in a mantra is to keep it in present tense because in that moment you need it. So it's, it's somewhat like you are a plant, maybe you're a tree or something, and you need water, light, 
something. You need to think about that. In that very moment, you need that little boost of energy, calm, confidence. You need to say, I am calm, centered, confident. So you can't say, I will be, because then you're thinking about the future and who knows when you will be. By saying, I am, and keeping repeating it to yourself, your mind is actually matching the words and it will get calm. So it is really something to where you can use the powerful strength of your mind and how these words will essentially create the situation that they are saying to you. And what I love about this is that whatever words you say and you keep resonating with you is also something that, um, I mean, you you use it in different words, uh, different parts of the day, but when you use them over and over again, you could even like and start analyzing the words and think, oh, okay, I said these words when I was sitting in the car and here I am now in my conference room giving a presentation. So sometimes you remember even how you use the word in the place where you were at, they might actually bring you joy. So it's really important to use positive words that spark joy. When you hear them, they remind you of certain situations that you really enjoyed, whether that's you know eating something nice, spending time with loved ones, and maybe being in a wonderful place. And that is also important. The present tense, the positiveness, and that is short and quick and repeatable. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you pointed it uh pointed out uh keep the words like positive and in the present tense because it's so easy for us to live in the future and to live in the past. Mm-hmm. And just keeping the more we keep ourselves in that present moment, the more we can like actually enjoy whatever experience that we're going um going through. Yeah, that's that's important. And I love how you're saying what we're going through because each of us has some struggle we are dealing with. And depending on the struggle, the positiveness is sometimes so accessible, but yet we underestimate how easy it is. Exactly, exactly. So um, the fifth and final step, what is this? Yeah, so lastly, you got to repeat the mantra. Um, the purpose of the mantra is that it flows easily and you can say it repeatedly. So if you feel you're struggling with remembering it, it might not be the right key to your lock. So you need to remember it in a way that you it flows easily from the tongue. You remember it, it sticks to you. So maybe it's nearly like, um, you know, like a magnet. It's something like it, it's drawn to you. And for whatever reason, there is like this, this magnetic source that's unlocking something in you. So you need to figure out um, without necessarily writing it on a piece of paper that you could lose somewhere. Is it something I will remember? Is it something that flows easily off my tongue? Is it something that can say repeatedly over and over again? And then you found the perfect mantra. That is good. What, just out of curiosity, if you don't mind sharing, like just one of your mantras you can share with us. I frequently say I'm confident and I'm strong. And I sometimes even look in the mirror and smile at myself. (laughs) The smiling is actually really interesting. Just the act when you smile. And it could even be that um, in the moment that you don't feel like smiling, but smiling at yourself is like 
you are getting the positive words, but you're also seeing the positiveness coming in. And at the same time, you see yourself looking somewhat positive and optimistic. And you're like, all right, I got this. Confident. I'm strong. I can do this. I'm capable. And then I kind of pull my shoulders up, back and down. And I'm like, all right, power mode. Let's do it. (laughs) Right. I like it. I love it, Christiana. So what would you say if you came across a person and they say, oh, my mantra is not working. This just doesn't work. What would your one piece of advice be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, coming back to my little example with the shoes, right? Um, if you buy shoes and you come home, you're like, goodness, those were too small, too big, uncomfortable, not the right occasion shoes. Um, just choose a different one. And um, what sometimes helps is maybe, um, you know, you changed, maybe the mantra worked a little while and then you're like, I don't feel anything. Or maybe sometimes we're also so focused on expecting big things. Just keep an open mind. Just try it out and see. And it it's not magic. It's not woo-woo where you're like, oh my gosh, I feel it's transformed my life, anything right now. It could just be like with picking up a new habit that you have to try it a few times to really feel it's keeping the positive words coming. So maybe you try it on a Monday when you're really stressed out getting the work started and you try it again on Wednesday and maybe on Saturday. And all of a sudden, you know, the next week rolls around. You're like, you know what? Actually, I did really like that. So you just give it some time. Don't expect um, that it's going to be something that immediately works, but stay patient, stay on it. And um, as with anything in life, you know, just kind of try things out and make it you. Yeah. And just to add on to that, you always you always have to kind of like play around with certain things, see what works, what doesn't. And we're just constantly having to, you know, do that course correction. So if, if it doesn't work the first time, just don't throw your hands up and say, Oh gosh, this doesn't work. Well, that's, that, that's actually a good thing. That is telling you that that wasn't the mantra for you and to maybe play around with something different and, like I always say, the only way you can fail is if you quit. So I encourage you, if something doesn't work out the first time, the second time, the third time, don't quit. Just keep keep doing your best and it will work out for you. Yes. Um, and, you know, as, as you know, you just mentioned, uh, the no quitting could be even a mantra itself. So I'm not a quitter. Great. Exactly. It's a good one, you know. (laughs) Right. I like it. I like it. So I have one final question for you, Christiana. And that is if you could tell somebody one thing that they could do for their health, what would that one thing be? And it doesn't have to be related uh, to mantras, it could be anything. I picked up recently going for walks. And part of it was that, you know, my, my watch, had um a, basically counts the steps and so I was looking through the different functions and I was like oh this is kind of a neat feature right there and because I'm a competitive first 
I started looking at it and noticed that on some days, boy, I was not hitting a lot of steps. And I was like, I'm an active person. I can't believe this is what's the magic goal here. It, it's supposedly 10,000 steps, but you can actually walk much less to see benefits. And now I can honestly say it's become part of my life. I um, like going for walks in the morning. The benefit is that if you go outside in the morning, sometime between getting up and lunchtime, that the sunlight and the act of moving will actually make you sleep much better at night because you're setting your biorhythm up that your body notices it's morning, I got to get going, I'm moving, and that at night then your body resets itself for now it's time to relax. So it helps me sleep. I get my steps in. So it's my personal, yay, I have my number met. And at the same time, really don't need anything. Uh, sometimes I listen to a podcast. So this would be a great podcast to listen to while you're walking. Or you can listen to an audiobook. Or sometimes I don't listen to anything. I sometimes go with a friend. So this morning I friend of, met a friend. I call it walkie-talkie. Uh, we walked and we talked and there are so many amazing things. And again, it's free, quick, effective, efficient. And again, it does not need to be a, an hour. It could just be a five minute scroll through the neighborhood and you come back. So that's one of my favorite tips. Yeah. And never underestimate the power of simplicity, right? Yes, for sure. Love that, so Sydney. where can people find you if, if they want to work with you? Um, Where's a good place to find you? Amazing. Yeah, on, on my website, which is Hello Happy Nest. The nest is like, you know, where birds find their comfort. And it's Hello Happy Nest because we all want to be comfortable in our own body and with our own life. And I'm giving lots of amazing tips. I have a blog. I have a fitness program. I also have a wellness program on my website. And you can find out more about me can find me on Instagram at hello.happy.nest or find my own podcast, which is called Happy Healthy Hustle. And I'm actually interviewing amazing people on the podcast. I'm going to interview Sydney and you can find out about this amazing lady too. So tune into the <laughs> podcast because Sydney has a wealth of knowledge and I can't wait to share it with you on that podcast. Well, Christiana, thank you so much. And I just want to say, I appreciate you and I appreciate like all the work you do and just like making this world a better place and then just, just helping people. And um, I am going to put all of your con contact information in the show notes. So if you resonated with Christiana, if you want to reach out to her, if you want to chat, if anything, just reach out, start up a conversation, all the details in the show notes. Until next time, stay well. Wait, don't go just yet. If you like today's episode, please leave a review. This way, the message of health and wellness can get shared with others. If you ever want to hang out, you can find me on Instagram at Balance Health Now. Until next time, stay well.